Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome to St. Robert's Day Game Pickup Podcast, episode number 48, where I am talking with Mr. T about frame tests and how to deal with them. I'm recording this episode from the lovely city of Budapest in Hungary. I'm enjoying great weather, tons of local cute girls, and uh, it's just an amazing vibe. I came here with a one-way ticket booked an Airbnb for a month and maybe I'll stay a month, maybe I'll stay longer, I actually have no idea. But what I love most about each time I go to a new day game city is how much day game travel humbles you, how much it shows you, how much you have to, how much you still have to learn. And every time I go to a new city, I kind of have to relearn day game. Day game is a tiny bit different in every city. Like 80% of it, it's the same. The basics are the same. But if you want to get really good results, you kind of have to tweak small details. You have to start recording your sets again, listen back to them, notice small things you're doing wrong and improve on them. So I just love the process of relearning day game in every city. So, on this podcast, I'm talking uh, with uh, Mr. T, we're on a Skype call, he's in New York, I'm in Riga, this was recorded uh, a bit more than a week ago, and we talk about uh, frame tests, uh, how and why girls do frame tests, how guys react to frame tests, they are aggressive, sometimes calling girls names like bitches, etc., and actually reactions like that, and attitudes like that towards girls say a lot about the guy and his game so we'll talk about that and uh, in the end we talk about general mindset that we suggest to how when you listen to anything that a girl says and even if she does test your frame then we give several options on how to react to that and before we get into the podcast as always let me remind you that i record these podcasts every week or every other week depending on how busy i am with infield or skype coaching and if there is anything more i want to share with my audience that i can do on a podcast i usually do so by sending it out to my mailing list or posting it in a day game church group chat For example, right now I am working on a blog post series about how day game travel changes your day game, what are the things people don't talk about or don't tell you when you go on long, longer trips, like one month plus solo trips. So if you want to see, if you, if you want to make sure you don't miss, miss anything I post or send to the guys, then make sure you signed up to, for the mailing list or are in our day game church telegram group chat where we have almost 200 guys from all over the world to join both of them you can simply go simply go to my website saintrobert.blog that is strobert.blog and sign up for the mailing list also if you want to work on your game but you cannot travel for the infield day game coaching right now because of covid which is the case for many guys and coaching many guys over skype right now so if you want to work on your game and can't travel then just sign up for some skype coaching there are several ways we can do this one is you record your infield sets you send them to me and then we speak about those sets and i'll tell you what to work on your next sessions or another option is infield coaching via skype or via whatsapp call which means you are out on the streets doing your day game sets while I'm listening to the sets over a WhatsApp call and I'm giving you directions on what to do in each next set. And the third option is if your day game is good, if you are getting one number out of, let's say, three or four opens you do and if you're getting dates, but you want to improve your dating skills, then what you can do is you can record a date and send it over to me. I'll go over the date and we will discuss all the mistakes that you are making on dates and how to improve your dating skills over a Skype coaching call. With all of this being said, let's get down to the podcast. So we are here with the one and only Mr. T. Mr. T. Hey, dude. Hey. So how's New York? Uh, it's fun. It's back. It's well, it's not back, but it's, it's good enough. It's great. I've been out every day since March. 
Okay, uh, you had an adventure yesterday, I heard. Yeah, yeah, had this lovely 19-year-old uh, come over for a date, and it rained, so like that was, that was just like straight. We just got sushi and, and came back straight to my apartment and hang out. Um, didn't smash, but it was it was still a great date. Like this, she literally had never eaten like proper sushi in her life, so. I had to teach how to eat sushi. <laughs> which mm. is... <laughs> you had to teach her how to eat sushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without being self-conscious. <laughs> True story. <laughs> nice. Uh, first date or? Yeah, first date. Um, it was a first date. It almost didn't happen though, because uh, when I did the date request, she had. Um, she messaged back and she was like, hey, how would you like to come with me to um, to the beach, which is like almost an hour, 30 minutes. Oh, my, my God. That's such a frame test. She's such a bitch. Oh, my God. What should you? What did you do? <laughs> no, she was like, yo, like my brother is in town and I really want to see him. So, like, would, would you consider coming to the beach, too? Because, like, it's in the same direction. I was like, yo, I can't I can't come because I need to, to be close to the city in case... I need to uh, do a work emergency thing. So she she was like, okay, cool. And I was like, let's let's just meet again when I'm when I'm back in town. Um, and then the next day, she just messages me randomly in the afternoon. She says, like, actually, you know what? Um, I'm not going to the beach anymore. You still want to do the date? And I was like, yeah, cool. And sh she showed up. Ah, oh, shit. We had a little glitch in the matrix. Motherfucker. Okay, so she showed up, which is the important part. So, uh, me calling her a bitch and saying it's a frame test is the topic of this podcast. It's uh, guys reacting really aggressively to whatever girl texts, uh, getting mad, calling calling them bitches, saying everything is a frame test. How should How do I game her? How do I do this? How do I do that? Uh, that's what we're gonna chat a little bit about today because we see it so much. We sometimes see it in our chat, but uh, in our day game church group chat. But the thing in the group chat is, all messages like that get called out pretty fast because uh, we are not fine with girls being called bitches or or guys being women haters. That shit does not happen in the group chat. And when it does, it gets called out. And when it doesn't still work, well, you can always mute someone or kick them out or whatever, which is what might happen if someone is too aggressive against women. But if you Google online, like if you search online forums, if you explore Reddit, and if you basically explore anything in a manosphere, it's full with guys saying everything is a frame test. Girls are playing us and guys just hating women for the frame tests they do, for some text they sent them, for responding slow, for, I don't know, girls being busy or wanting to see their whoever was in the town, the cousin that she wanted to go to the beach with, or brother, or whoever was that. Or maybe girls wanting stuff from guys, like gifts, dinners, etc. And, and you can see all over the internet guys hating girls for that. But the thing is, it's natural that they react like that, but we'll talk a little bit about that later. Uh, but you said you have a few stories about uh, cases like that where, where guys, where girls might have done something that might be viewed as a frame test and, and guys might have uh, reacted aggressively or, or something like that, apart from the story you just told. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, well... So I do have a few stories. One thing to keep in mind is part of the anger that comes with the supposed frame tests is one, you probably are really desperate to catch this girl. Like sometimes people are just really desperate for this one girl. And then everything, because there's just so much that is tied to succeeding with the one, then everything becomes frustrating because, well, it's all they got. Um... The other thing is sometimes you just don't have enough experience for the kind of girl you're trying to get out and you, you get frustrated because you don't know what to do. Um, so that said, um, my 
biggest supposed frame test was actually when I was in Helsinki. And uh, I met this one very, you know, the, the girls on like who you'd see on Instagram who like dress really nice and they're always um, like at um, a posh place and like they're always like best dress ever. Like they just style themselves up and those are the kind of photos they take, right? Yeah. I think you can get an idea of that. So um, this was my last day in Helsinki, stopped her. She was very uh, flirty, like her face just showed that she was flirtatious, which was cool, uh, but she was also like dressed super nice compared to me. Like I was like dressed like a bum, hitting on her. <laughs> um, and the first thing I told her, I was like, hey, what are you doing for the rest of the day? And she's like, um, well, I'm just going to do one more meeting and then I'll be free. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, let's meet after. So this was kind of like same day delay. And I was like, I know this really good place. Uh, we can go check out. And she's like, all right, cool. She's very enthusiastic about it. Um, after that, go for lunch. Um, text her about three hours later. And I'm like, hey, uh, are you ready to meet up? And she's like, yes. But you know what? Um, I want us to meet uh, closer to, I want us to meet at a different place. Right? This is Helsinki. I literally only know one place, which is where I was going to take her. And she's changing She's changing the the whole date plans. Um, now you can imagine in my head, I was like, ah, fuck, all right, what am I gonna do? Like I'd already picked this, I'd picked this path I was gonna take, I know where my apartment is. Should I force her to like meet me and just call it, all right? And you'd imagine this is a frame test, right? I, I don't know why you can speak to it, but someone would be like, okay, she's changing the venue. And you have spoken about this before. I had to break that rule. I complied. I was like, no, sure. I had to, yeah, I was like, no, because I, 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 it one, she was super hot, and two, like, she asked nicely. So it's not like it seemed. I think with experience, you can kind of maybe gauge if someone is being sincere. She seemed like she was being sincere. I was like, let me see where it goes. Sometimes you have to be up for the adventure. Um, so the place she happens to pick is actually closer to is a hotel close to her place, um, and. Uh, so we go, I go over there, meet her. And from there we go, uh, she, she actually picked the date spot cause now I'm in a place where I don't know anything. So I, uh, I kind of let her take a bit of the lead. I was like, Hey, we should go get some wine. And she's like, Oh yeah, I know a really good place. I'll take you there. <laughs> Again, this is something you say in your own. <laughs> Sounds like a scam is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so how long did you, did you spend as a sex slave? Uh, she sold you to this gay, um, gay sex slave dungeon. No, <laughs> uh, that did not happen as much as you'd want that to be the case. Damn. You know, the, in my head, I, I was, I was, there's a thing you have to, but this is one of the things, right? There were, there are cases where it's a hardcore frame test. There are cases where it's going to be like, definitely like red flag but i think sometimes you do need to had i never done this i would have never had you know you, you get the muscle memory or that experience to let you know how to differentiate like the time wasters from the not time wasters yeah, sometimes yeah. i think it's important to explore you will get burned probably but you just cautiously explore that direction you kind of like check that adventure out see where things kind of go but knowing where your boundaries are gonna be um so anyway, she did pick a, a place and I was like, all right, I suggested what the drinks were. So I took the lead once we got into the venue and I suggested, I was like, she was like, what do you want to drink? And I, I kind of like told her about drinks that I had had. I was like, have you had this amazing drink? Okay, no, we need to get you that. So I took the lead on that. Um, and when we sat down, I seeded wine, right? I seeded, hey, we should get wine. And I was like, where do you live? Like, oh, rather, like, what does it look like from your apartment? And she's like, oh, it's like a nice view of the lake. I'm basically get at this point, I was getting her to seed things back at her place that I was going to suggest um, that we do after the fact. So I, I suggested, I talked about movies she liked. We knew her balcony was looking over the waterfront. She had a shisha uh, thing at her place. And then we're going to get a bowl of wine. So um, after the first drink, I was like, hey, let's go get that bottle of wine. We head to her place. Now this is like almost two hours in. We head to her place. Um, before we get in, she's like, I'm going to need to take your Instagram and uh, a photo of your ID <laughs> to send to my friend. 
And I'm like, uh, okay, all right. <laughs> like, my friend from Dagestan. Uh, she's like, it's a safety thing because you know I just met you. It's like, yeah, makes sense, right? That goes my identity. Um, no, she she just took my Instagram. Um, I didn't give her my my passport, but I understood where that was coming from. She didn't feel that um, she wasn't entirely that comfortable, but she was she was on. Um, so we go to her place. I'd already started the touch escalations. Tried to, I think I kissed her once. Then we chill for a bit, and then I tried to escalate, and she like nothing was happening. Nothing was happening for a while. But there was a point when we do eventually make out. We're on her couch, and she says the most. Um, she says this very classic line. You know, I know that we're. We're being flirty and I'm kissing you, but we're not going to have sex tonight. Oh, yeah. Lay is coming. Um, she kept up. Everything was on. She's like, yeah, no, we're not going to have sex tonight. And I was like, uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's cool. I just looked back and I was like, that's cool. <laughs> Didn't do anything. We watched some more movie. This is now six hours in, right? Like I've actually six hours in. I'm just there patient. And she eventually says, hey, are you not going to meet your friends? Like, I thought you said you're going to meet your friends. I was like, ah, they're big boys. They'll take care of themselves. They're fine. I chill. Um, at some point, she just suggests we go to the bed. We're in the bed. She's in her underwear. Try to kiss her. She's like, nope. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> she turns over to the side, and I am facing the ceiling, thinking to myself, what the fuck? Like, I'm right here. She's right there. I'm almost naked. What's going on? But I didn't push it. I wait five minutes, turn to her, make out with her for a second, and then like slowly the makeouts increase. I'm like, all right, cool. We're getting somewhere. I need to use the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. I come back. She's put back her underwear and everything. She's like, you know what? I decided I wasn't gonna have sex. I'm gonna be a good girl. I was like, ah, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> I stayed calm the whole time, but in my head, I was like, motherfucker, I should have never peed. I will never pee again before sex. Yes. Did yes. not do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so I get back in the bed, and then she's like, you know what? Let's go take a shower together. And I was like, all right. Mm. Definitely not having sex. Yeah, we're naked in the shower, but nope. Nothing, no escalation. A little bit of kissing, but she cool. Go back in the bed. She still turns to her side, and I'm like, all right, what's going on here? It's now 1 a.m. This has been like seven hours plus. I'm just hanging out. Um, and then she turns off the lights, and I went for one more kiss, and yeah, and like then everything just happened. Um, that was one of the most somewhat frustrating dates, but it paid off being patient. <laughs> I was patient and non-reactive, and none desperate and slowly made it to the end. But yeah, that was like one of the most trying dates ever. She was all about it, but she definitely like threw a lot of um, screwballs. She threw a lot of things, spanners in the works there. Yes. So and you got the lay in the end. Which I got a lay in the end. She made me breakfast. Ooh, lay in the end and a breakfast. Damn, you have a wife in Sweden now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this story, uh, the second part of the story, I think, is a great example. Uh, so the first part, guys have to understand that, um, first of all, if you're traveling and don't know the country, uh, don't do that. <laughs> do like not. Most guys should never do that because that's how you end up in very tricky situations in a trunk of a car or something <laughs> if it's still good to be true it probably is uh, so so guys have to understand but yeah I, I could see myself doing something like that as well the, the only thing I probably wouldn't do is mm. I would not have changed the date location I would not have agreed to that I had it happen many many times um, and, and when maybe girls want to show you a specific spot, nah, nah, nah. I kind of almost never agree to that. I, I might be okay with girls showing me uh, a venue 
new author we, we have already met, but, but not changing the date location. Just, just kind of to still control the frame. But, mm. but uh, once you are advanced enough for, like, yeah, like sure, go for it. But, uh, if, it if it works on your account, like th the thing that I've noticed is that sometimes losing frame in those small things in the beginning <laughs> leads to really long token last minute resistance. <laughs> um, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't get the breakfast, so so it ended good. Yes, but some other guys might post a, a, a chat with a girl like that in in our group chat and say, "Oh, this bitch is trying to like frame control, blah blah blah. What the fuck do I do?" Well, it's it's the question of attitude. How do you view it? Do you view it as she is trying to move a date location closer to her place? Is it a frame test? Yes. Is it a bitch because she does a thing like that? No. Should you react negatively to a thing like that? No, not at all. Girls do different things uh, that that uh, gonna piss us off, but but that's kind of how they are, and we'll talk a bit about it a bit later. But uh, the way you handled it, uh, of course, it worked. So like, don't fix with eight broken. So we're not talking about that. But there are many things like, uh, especially once you are once you have met, I, I think. I would have done everything exactly the same as you did, and uh, um, she she showed many frame tests, and she said we're not gonna have sex. I'm gonna be a good girl. She puts her underwear back on. It's just you you handled it perfectly, and the question is, do you handle it with positivity towards the girl, or do you handle it with with hatred, or get a little bit angry, get a little bit reactive, and um, what what I what I have to say about this, like the main thing is the way guys react to the frame test says a lot about the guys. When a guy reacts to a frame test, to a girl changing a location, saying we're not gonna have sex, I don't like this bar, I don't like your shirt, you're too old, your beard is stupid, why did you shave your hair? Oh my god, like I've heard those things so many times, and I just I just view them positively. If I reacted to them, to them negative, girls don't mean anything bad with them. They're just saying what they mean, and, and that's fine. If I reacted negatively, so when a guy reacts negatively, it means he's used to people being negative towards him. He's When he sees something that might be a negative frame test or just something a girl says, it's still a frame test, but it's not as negative. And if a guy sees it as something crazy evil or crazy bad or crazy negative it just means that those are the type of reactions or attitudes he is used to seeing from other people towards him and that's why he says oh she's such a bitch oh she's trying to play me oh she's trying to control everything guys are just showing the types of relationships they have with girls and when i see that in the chat Obviously, I've seen it so many times and I've seen it from so many different guys that it just says a lot about uh, it just says a lot about the guy is, is what I is what I think. What do you think about uh, guys reacting in a different ways to frame tests? Is there do you have a different opinion or I have I have a different opinion on why girls might do it. And it's because I've kind of done it myself. Um, so you know those people on the street who uh, collect, like who try to get you to save some kids in Africa or to like sign up for some charity kind of thing? Okay. And you know how they're very like friendly and smiley and everything like that? So what I have done sometimes is if, so, if I was like, I was really considering signing up for that kind of thing, right? Like if I was actually like the person I was talking to, I was considering uh, donating. What I end up doing is trying to break them and see if that whole smiley, hey, everything is great, I'm doing this because I love it, if that that attitude all of a sudden like breaks and it's just like, oh, I'm really doing this for the money and you're making it hard for me. I have done that a few times, like where I will I'll kind of like be a bit difficult to see how they handle it. And if they all of a sudden get angry, I'm like, yeah, well, you're clearly faking. Right, you're not this this person who's trying to help a charity. You're just like pretending to be this other person. 
And I think because I have consciously done it, not just to those people, but to other people to like really see because it was too good to be true what they were showing. I was like, this can't, this person can't be like this. Like they have to be faking it. So I would end up doing things that were meant to to kind of see them break and get out of that um, pretend if they're pretending. Uh, and I think that girls subconsciously or consciously will do that to kind of see who you really are and if you're just putting on a facade. Yes, I, I agree 100%. Uh, I, I totally agree with girls. Making sure you are able to kind of deal with, like, are you actually the guy you're pretending to be or, or are you just faking and will snap because you don't have a move <laughs> to counteract whatever it is she's saying to counteract her frame test. Uh, so it's, it's, actu- it's absolutely normal for, for girls to do it. There's nothing bad about it. You just have to kind of understand uh, understand how to react to it. But I, I think there there are a few other reasons mm-hmm. why why it happens. One being yes, girls testing whether you are actually the type of guy you're showing you are, trying to like kind of have a peek at your real personality. Will you snap? What happens? How you react to tests? The, but the other thing I notice a lot, and I've seen it myself, I always make sure I don't make this mistake, and beginners make this mistake a lot. When I listen to dates of, of my students, I hear them being too nice. I hear them putting the girl on the pedestal, and they are qualifying a lot to the girl, like they're proving they are interesting. They are like being they're acting as if they're being interviewed for this mating opportunity (laughs) (laughs) and guys are not making girls to qualify so the girl doesn't have to qualify the girl is this amazing thing who can do whatever the fuck she wants uh the guy will always react in the best possible way because she is this pure magical thing that he has to sleep with because it's his only opportunity and oh my god oh my god and when that happens girls do start doing crazy things they they do they become a little bit princessy uh and and there is a little bit difference between just a regular frame test and girl becoming princessy uh, in a princessy way, that's like she might actually want to go to a fancier bar. She might actually want to go to a few more bars just because she knows that, well, he's so nice. He'll do anything to me. Maybe not in a, in most cases. I think it's subconsciously. I don't think it's a conscious decision. But yes, guys are too nice and are putting girls on a pedestal. And then girl knows she can get away with a lot subconsciously. Whereas if the guy is teasing and challenging and making the girl qualify, girl has a feeling on a date that she also has to do the work to sleep with this high value guy. That this guy is someone who is so cool that he can behave in a way like that. And she has to also prove her worth. She can just be, I don't know, whatever. She has to kind of be interesting or 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 fun or adventurous. Um, yeah, yeah, what's your experience with this? Uh, with what the girls putting girls on a pedestal and then them became be- behaving <laughs> a bit more princessy just because yeah, you kind of let them to do whatever uh, the fuck they want. I think yeah, I think that's happened to me before, um, but it wasn't because. Yeah, I didn't set boundaries, but I was also curious to see, like, where is this going to go? It didn't go well, <laughs> for one. Surprise, surprise. Like, ah, I should, okay. Well, but I learned. I was like, okay, this behavior, I will have to, like, eventually. I did want to put my foot down, right? I did, like, the certain things that people did where I was like, no, I wouldn't really, on a typical time, I wouldn't accept this. But I was like, let me see where this goes. And eventually I was like, okay, yep, I'm going to stick to my boundaries. Um, I don't know. I think it's important I always like to do things with uh, with the analogy of the thing about them from the analogy of uh, my own. Uh, if I was like in that similar situation, you can imagine if you took a girl out and 
she allowed you to do anything and then you'd be like okay this is the girl that i can fuck in any way because she's that kind of girl and then if you took a different girl you'd kind of like test and you'd say oh this girl is super shy like it's gonna take ages to like get any kind of intimacy um (laughs) right it's 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 possible that from the girl's point of view even if it's subconscious because they're throwing all these frame tests like if the guy does not set a boundary then all of a sudden in her mind she's like oh this is the guy that's just willing to give me things for free right you basically as the the man you've kind of by your own actions set the context of what kind of 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 relationship quote-unquote you're gonna have or interaction you're gonna you're gonna have and that kind of like then seals it in her mind supposedly Hey, so if you go on a girl, if you if you go on a girl, <laughs> if you go on a date with a girl, uh-huh. and uh, you kind of are like probing and testing what how far you can get with her on the first date, and you realize, oh, this is gonna be the easiest lay of the lifetime. Uh-huh. How do you feel about that? Great. <laughs> okay, no, because I, I sometimes don't sleep with those girls. Well, it depends on how easy. Like, what are you saying? Like, she just came and said, let's fuck? Or, like... Well, like, you have a feeling that you can just walk home after 10 minutes and fuck her. Oh, um, that actually happened to me two weeks ago. Boom. Uh, I want to hear the story. I ended up drawing out the date. Like, literally, I did not... I could have bounced her... This was an Insta date. I could have... Within, like, 15 minutes, I knew I could bounce her. But I ended up just giving her a lot of shit at that point. Because... um, what happens is, okay, I can definitely fuck this girl. Let me see how cool she'd be to hang out with, right? Because yeah. she was pretty and she was clearly, like, very sexual. So I was like, but let me let me see if she can deal with all my shit. And I'm, I like giving, like, I like teasing, but some of my teases can be very harsh. So what I did is I actually started teasing her very hard. And uh, at some point, she was like, yo, like, that's pretty harsh. I was like, listen, this is what I'm doing. Um, like if if I find that you can't handle me at a certain level, I will kind of drop down a level. But so long as you're doing good, I'll keep on upping it. So just know that you're doing great. You're doing great if things are getting. If you're feeling like this is this is a bit crazy, just know that you're doing great. And <laughs> <laughs> so I told her that. I'm like, yeah, the more shit you can take from me, just know that you're doing great. If you can't handle it, just let me know, and I'll not t- turn it down, and we'll we'll keep you on that level because I know that that's what you're able to handle. I like how you're just having fun with her, basically, not giving a fuck and like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I it's, it's, it definitely, it's a really bad idea if a beginner does shit like that, because, yeah, you're just like going to lose frame so fast and, and yeah, so how did it, uh, what uh, happened? Boy, that's say there was a time I had to apologize. I was like, ah, oh, you know what, don't worry about this. Like, I do this a lot, but it comes from a place of love. So if you feel like it's, it's I said something that pisses you off, just let me know. Right. There's not no hard feelings. I had to do that because some there are times when I went too far. Um, yeah. Your question was, how did what what ha- happened? Um, so we did the two. I ended up just hanging out with her in the park for two hours, but I had done enough. Uh, verb, I did a lot of verbal escalation that she um, she responded too well. Um, the reason I didn't bounce her is because I was supposed to be having another date literally two hours uh, or an hour in. And I didn't want to have to juggle two girls or deal with two sets of people at the same time um and ended up setting up a date for the for the next day where we we just literally we met we got some food and then just went straight back to my place zero the girl was, i saw was, on the video call facetime oh call? yeah 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 that girl <laughs> <We> just, <laughs> she's lots of fun um nice yeah. she's cute yeah yeah so i already established everything the day before so the next day was just a formality Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. So why I'm asking, yeah, because sometimes if I feel girl is really, really easy to sleep with and I'm not really that much into her, I would just not sleep with her. Cause it, yeah, because I, I might try to set up a threesome or something, but I just don't want to, I don't know, waste an evening with her. <laughs> sometimes Wait, I get a feeling like that. Great. Uh, well, if she looks really great and i like her as a person then yeah but uh, unless i but then i would have to really like her if i don't like her as a like she, something in her looks or like she would have to be special but sometimes yeah 
I get this feeling that if it's too easy, then I'm kind of bored. I, it wasn't like that before. It's it's like that right now because right now I'm in Riga and I have a really good rotation here. And uh, I don't know, like if I meet a girl that I'm not that into, like I don't even care about sleeping with her. I would just rather spend the night with one of the regulars. But that's just me being in Riga. And that's why I'm leaving uh, Riga in a few days because I am too comfortable here and I should put myself out of comfort zone. And that's that's why I'm uh, leaving this place. Well, actually, when this podcast is public, I'm already in a different country for, for five days, probably at least. Yeah, Serbia. Uh, Serbia, yeah, Serbia, sure. You China. want to go out of your comfort zone, right? <laughs> Not Serbia, no. Uh, I might go back there. It's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a great place for for getting writing done and then just getting creative stuff done. I love it as a city. Yeah. But uh, uh, for game, I would go there for several months then. Uh, so, anyways, back to back to reasons. Um, guys uh, back to reasons girls react uh, like that so the first one was it's kind of normal she's like testing and seeing whether that's your real personality the second was uh, when when you're putting a girl in a pedestal and uh, and she, you don't make her qualify she will sometimes act a bit princessy and uh, that comes together with uh, the attitude who is choosing whom are you making sure she picks you as as a guy she sleeps with or are you trying to figure out whether she is interesting enough to spend time with? Mm-hmm. Uh, if if a guy is on a date, kind of, and views this as this interview for a lay, then well, of course he will do everything to get laid. But if you kind of switch the roles and you have the attitude that where you you have the attitude where you are the one trying to understand whether you want to sleep with the girl. I know for for almost everyone this sounds really weird, but uh, once you do that, it really changes how you behave on dates, and and it changes how you tease and challenge and make her qualify, and uh, how you lead, and you lead because that's what you want to do, and you know it's the right moment for the pool, and you pull, and if she doesn't go for it, that's kind of her problem, because you know it was the right moment to pull okay you tried once you try one more time later she doesn't go for it okay you finish the date you go home because you wanted to sleep with her she wasn't fine with that you'll try it on the next date instead of going to two more venues spending a whole evening with her knowing that you're not pulling her home and sleeping with her that's what happens a lot so guys have to think about that a lot Uh, who is leading who is picking whom I think that also comes down to abundance and being willing to lose the girl. So a lot of guys, if if you like on your, if this is your first day game date, clearly, you you know, I was going to be like, if it's, if someone's doing this for the first, or they've only had like one or two lays, or it's been a while, that stuff's going to play a, a factor. So it's, it's kind of weird that I guess being able to stay cool, even when you know that you desperately might want to, sleep with a girl, you, you kind of have to not be too pushy. Well, I don't know. There's a balancing act there, but definitely not necessarily having abundance affects how people react to to this. Yes, abundance and like real abundance is, is really important for this. And even if you don't have like four regulars that you can spend any night with and, and you don't have and you, you you don't know whether you can get a new chick if you would like to well you still have to act as if you did have those regulars as if you didn't did know you can get any other chicks uh, it's the question what would justin bieber do <laughs> act like justin bieber would so well, let's talk a bit about how to deal with frame tests because we, we are obviously talking about frame tests. The first uh, the, the first thing guys have to understand is if you react negatively, then that says a lot about you. It doesn't say much about the girl. Girls react like that. It's the name of the game. That's how it happens. And if you if you are angry, then that's just that just means you have a lot of issues in your life or that's how girls normally treat you or even your friends. So, but let, let's talk about frame tests and how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the first thing is, the first thing guys have to understand about how to deal with the frame test is, well, first of all, assume it's positive. 
don't assume it's not a frame test. Assume she just wants to change location and she doesn't have even bad intentions or I don't know. But she asks, so how old are you? Maybe she asks, how old are you? Maybe she just was shy and didn't know anything else to ask. It's not a frame test. You don't have to, I don't know, whatever. So yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the first one. Uh, and uh, if it's really a frame test, if she says, like I was with this girl, girl from Cambodia a few days back, I, bought, I basically found the only Southeast Asian tourist in Riga, I mean, <laughs> I think. And she just looks at me and she's like, oh, how old are you? Oh, you're so old. Where's your, why, is, why is your beard so long? I don't like your beard. I liked your Facebook pictures when you had short beard. This was so much nicer. Oh, but this is so long. It looks so bad. You look so old. You're 32. No way. You're much older. You must be 40. Show me your ID. <laughs> That's a lot. And she was like that all the time. And, and that chick is begging for me to go out on a date with her. Like I might go, I have a date with her in an hour, but I might still flake. I'm not really sure. But I might go for a drink and try to pull fast. And if she doesn't go for it, I'll just go home. Mm -hmm. But honestly, yeah. So first of all, it's just her opinion. And if a guy reacts aggressively, well, why is a guy... Uh, bothered by some girl's opinion why other people's opinions are so important to the guy and, and I think that's the big thing to to kind of if, if, if he doesn't have his own identity figured out and his confidence and his self-worth then then yes other people's opinions like saying oh your beard looks so is so long you look so bad well, what the fuck it might bother him, but if he's confident, then I don't give a fuck what she thinks about my beard. It's funny you say that, because if, if I had a beard that, I mean, this is just me being playful, because such things don't, there's certain things that really just, I'm like, that's cute, like what this girl is doing. Like, if she'd been like, hey, that beard's so long, and I'd been like, I've always wanted to be like Santa Claus, so I'm, I'm preparing for winter. Um, but yeah, like some sometimes, girls do like that kind of thing i i just laugh it off because to me it doesn't mean anything like it wouldn't mean anything regardless of of um of what she said it just seems like she's making comments or observations i'm like all right cool yeah so my attitude was to ignore it uh, yours was to yeah agree and amplify uh say yeah well i'm preparing to be a santa claus for the winter so and those are as as most guys know those are like the two most popular ways to react to frame tests. The first is just ignore it. Just don't react to it at all, uh, uh, which is what I did. And then the op second option is agree and amplify and say this. Yeah, I'm preparing to be a Santa Claus. Or yeah, it's it's fucking disgusting. I, I, I want to look like a bum. That's the look I'm going for. Do you like it? Or yeah, I'm a dirty hipster. <laughs> I, I work as a lumberjack. I spend all my days in forest chopping wood. Yeah. But uh, so those are the two ways guys can react to frame tests. The thing is, sometimes that's not enough. Very, very rarely, but sometimes they keep going. Sometimes they'll keep saying nonsense. Sometimes they will kind of kind of act like princesses, but you kind of have to deal with that. But guys become aggressive and first you ignore, then you agree and amplify, and then I think it's time for boundaries on boundaries and bullshit. You just sometimes have to like say, okay, sweetie, you're not, you're not like this is not okay. You kind of sometimes have to call them out and say they're really not being okay. What they're saying is not fine. The way they are reacting to something is not fine. There, you you kind of have to sometimes call them out about being little princesses and playing games but do you have can you kind of do you have like a ballpark number how many times you've done it in what? your lifetime where i have set boundaries yeah like I said listen like you're you're just acting like a little princess stop it it's not okay i'm sure about setting boundaries <laughs> You're terrible at it. <laughs> I am terrible. No, because I've never actually, um, I've never done it. I've always, 
what did I do? No, I think I've always the the way I've gotten out of that was always like either made the non-reactivity or just making like fun of them, teasing them on the behavior they were doing. Um, I don't think a girl has ever pushed it to the point that I got to the point where I was like, okay, this is like, uh, maybe, no, maybe once or twice. Because um, other times I probably just gave up on the date. Because um, I just didn't, like the behavior was just not very attractive. And in my mind, I was like, you know what, even if, even if this went on any further, I just wouldn't, like, I've lost all desire to even, like, hang out with you the lost girl. Lost your boner. Yeah, it's just gone. It's like, this is too hard. I'm not even, I'm tired. I'm just going to go jerk off. Like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. That's happened before. Like, where there's just too much. I was like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm done. Yeah, you know how I started uh, using texting on dates? How? Oh. Uh, I was actually texting, texting some, uh, well, the first time was uh, when my sister sent me a message and the girl asked, hey, who's that? I was like, it's my sister. <laughs> and then I thought, well, but the, the, if I was lying, that, that would be what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say, yeah, it's my sister. But then uh, what I started doing is when I, when I, when I understood that I really don't like the girl on the date, I would just text uh, some other chick and ask her over to my place. And then I was like, okay, I can end the date and I can go home and fuck my regular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what you were saying. We're like, okay, I would rather go go home and just uh, fap and or or yeah, just yeah, get just, another chick yeah. over. It's like not even bother. Yeah, but actually, I haven't used boundaries and bullshit that many times, but I've definitely done it. Uh, I do it gently in the beginning. I just uh, sometimes say, oh, you're you're so young. It's it's kind of funny. You're acting like a child. I, I remember girls like that when I was younger, uh, <laughs> uh, or saying that they act like princesses, and or I've said like, listen, like uh, I'm 32. I'm kind of bored with these games. I've kind of I've done them enough. Fuck this. Uh, I I like I don't I don't like games. So stop playing games. I've I've said that. Uh, uh, but then I've had cases where I literally stand up. Uh, girl is in their underwear, but I literally stand up and walk out of the room and get dressed. <laughs> I've done it. There is this. There is this story that everyone who has listened to all the podcast episodes has definitely heard about this beautiful Russian dancer, uh, where I stood up and I walked out of the room, and then like a few minutes later, I look and I peek into the room and I see she's getting dressed and I'm dressed and I'm like, oh fuck, my bluff didn't work. <laughs> I think I remember that. So I go back in the room and she's like, oh, well, what happened? Why did you go away? She's like, well, you were acting like a princess. I don't need the games. No, 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 I will act, I will act well. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And I, I, I don't like, I don't go for the slow escalation. I just fucking go for it and we're making out like crazy. And, and uh, as soon as I'm pulling off her panties, she's, uh, she does the th same thing again. And this time I'm walking out, I'm picking up everything from the, from the floor and I'm just like, yeah, I'm done with this. And she knows I'm done. And she's like, no, 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 sorry, 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 come back. And we start making out heavily and like 30 seconds or a minute later, she just says, oh, fuck me hard. <laughs> so that's the story how boundaries and bullshit or that was actually, it wasn't even boundaries and bullshit. That was really royal flash because boundaries and bullshit is like, kind of like setting the limits, but pulling the royal flashes is, is I, th I don't know, did Tom, probably Tom Torero invented royal flash or, or named it. I don't know, but exactly. it's literally standing up and walking out and t or telling a girl to fuck off and, and get the fuck out because she just crossed all the lines and, and you are not doing anything else you're just she can leave if she doesn't play by your rules but i have literally used that move only a few times in my life very 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 few times over i don't know hundreds of dates i've used it i don't know less than i could count the times on on, on my one hand probably even less i think one of the important things um is in all of this like one of the important things is if you're willing to lose the girl and that's not necessarily just tied to the royal flush but if you are by willing to lose the girl you're ready to set boundaries um you are ready to challenge like all the things where you are like hey this girl doesn't meet a certain set of standards 
you are okay with it. And regardless of whether or not you have abundance, um, I think for a guy to be, to have that kind of mindset where they're like, sex could happen, but if it doesn't happen, like, fuck it, I don't care. Um, it probably would set them up to be a bit more level-headed with how they, they deal with um, with this very somewhat trying or seemingly difficult um, tests or situations. You know, now that I think about it, I think one thing is when me and you are talking about, oh, this girl isn't good enough to sleep with, and me and you talking about this is, I mean, how many day game lays do you have? About 40. Yeah. So you have a lot of day game lays. I have a ton of day game lays. And we are at a spot, we are at a point where we can say she isn't good enough for me to sleep with her. But when I think about a guy who has, let's say, five day game lays or a one day game lay, well, in my opinion, there is no girl that is not good enough for them to sleep with if they open her. That's it. Huh? I is... mean, if she, oh. whatever she acts like, a guy who has a few day game lays has no rights to say a girl isn't good enough because he doesn't have the lay count. He doesn't have the experience. So me and you saying she isn't, she, I don't want to sleep with her because she's not interesting enough is one thing, but when an inexperienced guy says that, that's completely, completely different. And what I think is those guys with less than, I don't know, 20, 30 day game lays should act as if it was not important whether whether he sleeps with the girl. But it would still be important to sleep with the girl. The main goal for them would still be to learn to seduce girls, learn to sleep with girls, all of them, any girl that he went on a date with, he has to sleep with. And if he changes his mind during the date, that's, I don't think they should be excused to do so. I don't think that's okay for them because just because of how little experience they have. Do you understand what I'm, what yes. I'm trying to yes. say? Yes, I understand. You have to like, I mean, yeah, because I've also gone through that thing, which is like, you do it up to a point where you're like, all right, no, now I need to like, now I can, now I can be a bit more picky. I can be a bit more selective. Um, And that did happen. Like four weeks ago, I think there were three girls that I brought back to mine. Um, One heavy makeout, the other, they were Russians. So there's a bit going to be of a, bit of a play a long well i guess second date or third date but at some point i was like nope don't want to see these girls again and i didn't bother i was like that was it i was just like let me just go and uh let me i'd rather find someone else than than bother with these girls so yeah <laughs> there's a point when you can get to that where you, you was act- it because they were russiany princessy or or was it because you didn't like so them? one girl no one girl did not when I, so I got the first, the, I got a wine, right? She was into wine. So I got us the first bottle. Um, and then at some point she was like, hey, let's go get more wine. So we leave my apartment to go to the to a place close by. And I was like, hey, you can get this. And she's like, I'm Russian. What do you mean? I'm Russian. Now, in my head, I was like, motherfucking bitch. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> I, I still paid for that bottle. But at that point, I was like, I'm not seeing this girl again. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll take her back to my apartment. If sex happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's it. Like, this girl is not coming for a second date. Because um, on the other side, I've actually gone out on a date with a different girl who was a nanny. And she paid, like, $200 for me, like, for a great dinner. She was like, I was like, what? I've dated other Russians and they treated me so so fuck you. Wow, okay. Um, uh, and then the other one was more of um, the other one. I think if I'd done the second date, she was not very. There was no makeout on the first date, but she was the, the touch escalations and everything was cool. Um, but she wasn't that interesting, and I was like, you know what? I could spend a second date just to try and get a lay. But that would be such a waste of my time because I wouldn't necessarily want to hang out with this girl too much. Um, after the facts, I was like, fuck it. Nope. Not going to bother with that. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, kind of makes sense, especially the last one. That wasn't interesting. Yeah. Ru Russian not paying. Yeah, well, that's the Russians. So, well. <laughs> Fuck that. No, no. I mean, I, I, no, you have a point. You have a point. I mean, you have a point, but. Uh, uh, I would, if she was caught, I would still try to fuck her. That's what I said I did. Like, I paid for the bottle, but I was not going to do a second date. I was like, no, no, I'm just not. What, what yeah. about a second date straight at your place? Um, I don't know. Like, for me, it was, you know, that thing where you lose your boner? Like, we just spoke, to, spoke about where, like, at some point, I, I don't know. I have a thing. I think too many girls have spoiled me by buying me shit. Or like by yeah. going Dutch, so now like I don't know. I'm more I'm more going picky. Dutch. What like, does that mean? That's why you split 50-50. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So now it's like it's a big turnoff if a girl just will not. Like I would have okay. to on a case by case basis, I would decide. But okay. I mean, so like, but the, the the big idea is that that the guys should still try to guys with less legs should still try to sleep with girls they should act as if it wasn't important but it still is and if they have less than 30 legs then in my opinion they have zero rights to say oh she's not hot enough she's not interesting enough well you don't have the legs you don't know how to get laid that much so you kind of don't get the like the right to judge a girl so yeah because in in, a, in many cases in check in, in chat guys say oh she's like i'm not gonna see her again she was boring well you don't have any day game ways shut the fuck up who, who, who cares about your opinion who's an interesting girl who's not i mean learn to get laid and and then your opinion about girl girls kind of means something but up to that point it just means you did not know how to get laid and 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 that's it yeah, but I think it, it all comes down to the basics of the basics that guys should focus on learning good game. And that is still the most important thing, thing out there. There is no way around it. Uh, if, if a guy is doing less than 25 sets a week, then, well, guess what he has to do? He has to fucking go out and do at least 25 sets every week and, and expecting to have abundance or even expecting to be able to act as if you had abundance. It's impossible if you don't have more leads. Well, it's possible, but it's very hard. It's much easier if you have more leads. It is. So the, like, unless you're doing 25 sets a week, my opinion is uh, just shut the fuck up. No one's frame testing you or don't whine about chick frame testing you because you're not doing 25 sets a week, you're not day gaming enough, so you can't have the feeling of abundance, you don't have extra numbers, you don't have other dates lined up. And once guys do, that's that's why, like, I mean, we have two group chats. We have the big group chat and we have the Team 25, yeah? I mean, once you are in Team 25 and you do 25 sets a week, that's where kind of respect happens, because if you're doing less and and god forbid you're doing less than 25 sets a week and you have less than i don't know 10 lays and you're giving advice to someone else well that's kind of the the beauty of internet communities is uh, you sometimes have guys who are not going out not getting laid but they have all the theory and they can give good advice and and uh i i really i, I don't even call out those people anymore <laughs> Because what I see is the same guys asking the same questions over and over again, and it's the same guys with even less lays than the guys asking questions have, answering those questions. So I think number one is shut the fuck up, stop whining about girls frame testing you, and do more sets. That's number one. Once guys do enough sets, then they kind of deserve, I think, some respect from the community because they. They are the guys who are do going out, they're doing 25 sets a week, respect to those guys, that's fucking amazing. So few people are going, like, listen, how many, we have over 170 guys in the in the church chat, and in the Team 25 chat, we have... Seven, last I checked. Seven, that's including me and you, oh, so... Right. <laughs> so we have five guys who are constantly doing 25 sets or more in the week. Five. That's like two per two two point five percent, two percent, like three percent of of all the members. 
Yeah, it was bigger. So those are those are the guys that deserve respect. Um, and then I think, okay, once you're going out, boom, then you work on on the quality of your game. And, and sometimes when we see the stories in the chat, sometimes no, don't don't get me wrong. And guys, don't get us wrong. We do have a lot of really good questions in the in the group chat. We do have some good conversation, but sometimes we see guys asking questions about dates where it's clear they haven't had no idea what they were doing and it's fine if they ask that question once and then someone points it out and say hey watch this course or read this blog post listen to this podcast it's very good but when those guys keep asking the same questions over and over again and making the same mistakes over and over again in the same copy paste scenarios well that says something so i think first do 25 sets a week. Second, start working on the quality of your game. For example, texting. Uh, learn proper texting and follow the rules because most texting questions in the group chat, uh, I think in the last month, I've seen one texting question in the group chat where a guy hadn't made a fundamental texting mistake, like date requesting in a stupid way or sending something sexual etc etc even guys who chat a lot the texting questions they ask it's obvious they are not following basic fucking rules so learn the basic texting follow the rules the same about dates learn how dates work and do that like people love to improvise don't improvise who the fuck says that improvisation works i mean first learn the structure and when you learn the structure then you can be Mr. T, and you can <laughs> the first day say, okay, let's get sushi and get and get go to my place and eat eat the sushi, and I will be fuck you afterwards if you behave well enough and buy me some bottle of wine and some new shoes. <laughs> it was my long rant about guys neglecting quality and quantity of day game, and that's why they have. Or rather, that's why they don't have abundance. That's why they have this hate towards women. Uh, and there's a lot of it. So it's kind of, I don't know. I don't like seeing it. It's its weird. Uh, is there anything else you think guys should do to, to improve the way they feel about girls, to have bigger abundance, etc.? Um Wait, before we even get to that, one more thing. Go to fucking daygamecourses.com. I've seen so many, like, I stopped answering the same questions because a lot of the texting and dating questions, the ones that come up so many times, are answered there for free, like, literally for free. Yes. I think no one should ask any question that is answered there because we spend so much time working on that, on those videos and that platform. Like, that stuff is there for free. So I'm not answering any more questions that are basics. That's one thing. I'm, I'm glad to see that because it's like, when the fuck will he stop answering all these yeah, questions? Yeah, go pissed off. Same like, guys, same questions. Dude, same question. Just just go look at the fucking videos. They're there. Everything is answered. If someone new joins the group chat, then obviously it's different. That I will answer, you will answer. And, and, but yeah, if it's the same guys asking the same questions, then yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, as for what else they could do, no. Um, I think uh, the only way we, you, me, everybody got here was by you make the mistakes, you feel the sting of the mistakes, you ask, you ask a question, and then you don't make that mistake again. Um, the few times that I brought people, like all my dates, I think I've had maybe nine dates that literally ended up straight in my, to my place in, within 20 minutes. Um, and I made so many mistakes with, I realized yesterday that I had made mistakes with positioning once I got the girls back to my apartment, which is kind of like what made it harder to get intimate. Um, and a week ago, two weeks ago, I made that mistake when I got a girl back, she was just way too apprehensive. And then I learned from that. And yesterday I changed a few things, changed my positioning, laid back a bit and had a way, way better date still got the girl back in my place really short and like we were in my place for like about four hours escalated escalated she's gonna come back <laughs> she's gonna come back when she has more time um uh but the takeaway from that is i made the mistakes i've learned how to get girls back quickly because i have tried 
and I have failed a few times and then I've learned how to kind of like get them a bit more comfortable. And the only way for anyone else who's listening, who's just starting out is you have to embrace the process and be willing to fail, but ready to like pick up from where you failed and, and kind of do something to fix the last mistake you made or to get better. Um, there's no way you'll get farther along unless you have that volume and you learn from, from as much as you can. Yeah. So guys, love women. Fuck them gently. Fuck them hard. <laughs> so what's your, what's your next plan? You coming to Europe? Uh, maybe. Um, Don't say I, the country though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Gotta keep this shit locked down. Uh, we're going to Minsk. Yes, that's what we're going. We're yes, going to- we're going to Minsk. We are going to protest to Lukashenko being a dictator. <laughs> Guys, don't go to Minsk. Um, just fucking. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to to do. I'm hoping I'll be there end of September. Just need to work out a few logistical things, but um, I definitely wanna wanna come back out there. I love Europe. They love me. I'm an exotic person there, so. Well, you have to be here on October 8th. Because it's Bye. my birthday. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. So we're going to celebrate. Uh, last year, you weren't with us when we were celebrating. We were celebrating in Serbia, Belgrade with Vila. And uh, who else was there? Frank, Hi. I think, was there. Yes. Some other guys. I don't remember who else was there. But we get, oh, uh, you'll, anyways, several guys were there from, from all over the world. And we had a great party. So... Uh, I'll maybe make a public announcement about St. Robert's Day game party, but it depends on where we go and, and, and how good the city is for having several people there. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Okay, dude. Well, it's been great. Uh, I hope uh, if from all the listeners, someone decides to love women and instead of moaning go out more uh get more leads do more sets get more leads then then i think this was a success uh anyways any last words uh so funny last words before you die. last words in this podcast <laughs> episode no uh that's it guys i i think robot just hit it on the nail just go out there do more sets um and yeah don't worry about the failure it stings it stings things for me but you gotta kind of push through and just keep keep going this shit comes in waves boom okay guys well that's it for today thank you and bye peace well now that you know how to better view different attitudes from girls and how to deal with frame tests all that's left to do is go out and get some more leads if you like this episode and if you think you learned something then please give this a thumbs up if you're listening to this on youtube or if you're listening to this on any other podcast platform just uh, please leave a review of this podcast it helps me reach more people and it helps me help more guys stop dating average girls and really learn to meet girls they actually like you decide you want to take your game to the next level regardless of where you are in the world and do some skype or input coaching then just send me an email to robert at saintrobert.blog that is robert at strobert.blog that's it for today bye